Welcome to Compliance Beat, the podcast for compliance and ethics professionals. We provide practical insights and answer your questions about compliance and ethics. Together, we'll stay up to date on current trends so that your program stays effective. Brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Here's your host, Eric Moorhead. This time, I want to talk about three simple questions to ask yourself before you start your compliance communication program or before you revise your compliance communication program, as the case may be. Although I think it's fair to say, if you look at uh, what organizations have been doing with regards to their compliance communication program, if we go back even only just five years, uh, very often a corporate compliance communication program consisted of a very uh, irregular message from the CEO or from the general counsel or from the chief compliance officer maybe on an annual basis, uh, maybe the uh, letter from the CEO that's in the code of conduct. Uh, if you um, asked an organization to show documentation uh, that uh, around their compliance communication program, uh, it usually was a, um, a very, very thin folder, shall we say. Um, and I know this is true because uh, one of the things I've done um, many um, times over the last 10 years is conduct a compliance program review or, or assessment. And a key piece of that is to ask uh, to see examples of compliance communication. Uh, and um, it, it's only been the last couple of years uh, where that's something uh, that has been much more robust uh, over time. But um, what that has meant, uh, what that uh, uh, sophistication, uh, the growing sophistication has meant, uh, is that... Uh, uh, it, while it's still technically an informal communication plan or communication program to distinguish it from your more formal uh, traditional training, uh, informal is sort of a misnomer. Um, the expectations are growing. The expectations that this communication program is going to be fairly sophisticated uh, and have uh, some ability to have reached for all of your stakeholders is growing. Um, so there, I, I was thinking about it, and I, and I have more, and more, many more clients that are doing this. I have a few clients that are have engaged us to help them uh, in this process. And, and there are some key questions that you really need to ask yourself when you're either developing or redeveloping your uh, compliance communication plan. There are lots of questions to ask. There's lots of steps. And we've had some other podcasts where we talk about this. But here's some just some basic questions uh, sort of to uh, uh, float out there. Uh, with your team beforehand to, to really uh, zero in on what your goals are uh, and help you decide what to do with the very often limited resources that you have to conduct uh, your program overall, but certainly to uh, administer a communication plan. And the first question, and some of these may seem obvious, but, but I, I often find that they're not asked. Uh, so maybe they're not that obvious. The first question is, what do I want from this? And more particularly, what do I want them to do? And by them, I mean your stakeholders, your your audience. What do you want the audience to do? What's the ask? You need to know what that is. Is the uh, ask simply that you pay attention? Well, that's important to know because that's going to inform uh, how you construct and what kind of materials in your communication program and what kind of uh, delivery method you use. If it's just simply that you want them to hear a message, then that'll help you focus on, okay, well, what's the message we want them to hear? 
What do I want them to do? What's the ask here? Do I want them to do something? Do I want them to do something more than just listen? Sometimes you do. Sometimes you want them to, for example, uh, make sure that they've thought about whether they need to do their conflicts of interest disclosures. Uh, maybe you want them to uh, uh, come forward if they've observed misconduct. So you're asking them to do something a little bit more than just listen there. You're asking them to consider what they do in certain situations. So uh, on a broader scale, when you're putting together a program uh, for communication around compliance, you might ask the broader question about, okay, we're going to communicate you know, six times this year or four times this year, or we're going to do it every month. We're going to do 10 or 12 uh, communications this year. Do we have an overarching ask? Do we have an overarching uh, request that we're going to make of our uh, listeners, our, our, our audience, our, our stakeholders out there, our employees? Um, and do we have some specific things that we want them to do uh, for these four, six, or 10 times that we're going to communicate to them? So you really need to think about that. Because, uh, uh, you know, we talked about this before. When you're talking about communication, you leverage a lot of the tools that we know are successful in marketing and advertising, for example. And uh, you create a, a sense of urgency, if you can, <laughs> or you uh, uh, create a, a need that, that perhaps uh, the, 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 the audience didn't know they had before. Uh, or you you cause them to ask themselves questions, cause them to move and take some sort of action. Uh, any kind of successful communication is going to be a call to action in some respect. So really think about what that might be. Think about what the ask is. That's really important. It seems like a obvious thing, but sometimes it's not so obvious. And I think if you have a, a communication that's sort of bland and sort of sits there and doesn't really... Uh, ask the, uh, the the audience to to think about it, to, to learn it, to do anything in response to it, uh, then it's not going to really sink in. Um, the second question uh, that you need to ask yourself, sort of informal question that you should ask uh, when you're either planning or revising your communication program, and it's a really important question, and it's a question you need to ask yourself and your team uh, and those involved in the process, how committed to this am I? This is important. And why I, I think it's important is I've worked with many, many clients over the last few years who either uh, through an assessment project, I, I saw what their process was or what they had attempted to do uh, or what their communication plan was versus what actually was conducted and the difference there between what they what they're uh, ask their their the what they aspired to do and what they actually ended up doing, um, and uh, I've also worked with clients that had very big goals um, uh, initially, but um, the follow through was not there. Um, you need to be consistent. Um, uh, point point of fact, I've had an incredibly busy two months uh, here, uh, uh, both personally and professionally. And I have not been as consistent with this podcast. For those of you who are lawyer listeners, you know this. They're like, Eric usually puts one of these up every week, and he hasn't been doing it every week here in the last few weeks. It's not, uh, and I recognize that I haven't, but I just have, honestly, I've had not, not had the time to do it. But as a communication tool, 
this podcast loses effectiveness when I don't do it every week because people who listen to this podcast on a regular basis expect it to be there. Now, I have kind of on purpose not set a particular day that I drop this podcast every week or every other week or something like that because I know there are going to be stretches of time when I can't, uh, can't effectuate that. But I do try to get this out as, as frequently as possible. It's certainly much more frequent than many other podcasts out there that are as specific uh, as, as a compliance-oriented podcast. So I will give myself a, a minor pat on the back there. But still, consistency is important. If you can uh, uh, see your way clear uh, to doing a communication effort, uh, and we'll talk more about what might be in that effort in a, in a couple minutes here, but if you can see yourself uh, uh, clear to do that four times a year, then you need to do it four times a year. You need to have some sort of consistency. For most organizations, and I've said this before when we talked about communication on this podcast or when I've talked about communication in, in webinars and seminars, for most organizations, if you aren't doing consistent communication already, it's probably a bridge too far to say, okay, we're going to do, we're going to talk about a topic every month. Uh, that may seem like something you can do when you start out, but trust me, there's a lot more work involved, even if you're only doing a couple of different items every month, uh, you know, a, a manager's guide and maybe a, a news article. Maybe you're just doing two things uh, as part of this communication effort. That's still a lot. It can be a lot if you have other things to do. And most uh, compliance professionals, most people responsible for compliance in an organization have a lot of other things they need to be doing. So uh, bite off, don't bite off more than you can chew and be consistent. Uh, you need to really, really ask yourself, how committed to this are we? How committed to, we, to, to, to this are we regarding the schedule? But then also, uh, uh, how committed are we to the content uh, and, and the, the scope of the content? A communi informal communication plan can be as simple as uh, having a article that's submitted to a regular newsletter for your uh, organization, or it can be a whole suite of different pieces of collateral that come out on a regular basis with regards to your particular topic that you're trying to cover. It, it, can, it can run the gamut. I have a client who on a regular basis every month uh, does a manager toolkit, uh, a short podcast, and uh, and and uh, a poster uh, that goes up on or, or, or screensaver rather that goes up on di digital signage. They're moving away from the traditional poster, but they can't completely in some of their locations. Then I have another client that does something similar with some posters and some other pr printed collateral that gets distributed on a regular basis, on a quarterly basis, or or by bi monthly basis. So they have they've planned out kind of a consistent set of uh, collateral that will um, cover that particular topic for that particular communication point. So um, you need to talk about how committed are you to a schedule and what are you committing to? <laughs> what are you committing to do? Are you just going to provide um, an update to the intranet uh, compliance intranet page that has some resources that, that are going to be linked to and an email blast? Or is it going to be multiple items? So you really need to talk uh, talk through what's our commitment here. What are we what are we willing to do? How committed are we to to, to pulling this off? Uh, how consistent do we need to be on the timing? 
and what are we going to do specifically? Third important question is related to, um, to the first two, so the content of what's going to be in those materials, what those materials are and how frequent they are, uh, those first two topics that we talked about. Um, but uh, it's a more practical question, but you also need to be asking it up front. How are we going to reach these people? What is the practical, um, logistical uh, uh, hoops that we're going to have to jump through to reach our population, to reach our audience, to reach our stakeholders and employees? This is really an important question to ask up front. Uh, if you're getting ready to plan a communication program or you're going to be revising a plan that perhaps hasn't been successful in the past, one of the reasons it's probably not been successful is delivery. Um, not everybody is going to be, uh, you're not going to be able to reach, for most organizations, you're not going to be able to reach everybody with the same uh, piece of collateral. That's just a reality. That's why so many uh, organizations that are doing this consistently are doing this in several, or have several different pieces of collateral that are part of a particular communication uh, initiative uh, on a particular risk topic or, or, to or, or, or topic or, or, or um, uh, regular discussion. So, uh, you know, some people are going to be reachable via email, um, but even if somebody has an email address, uh, they may not be people that you're going to reach via email. For example, I don't know about you, but I get a lot of emails on a daily basis. Uh, my email box, if I were not to go through and call it, uh, would have hundreds of emails in a couple of days very easily. Um, so uh, when I get emails, even emails that I have at some point in the either near or distant past have signed up for, a lot of those just get deleted immediately. I just don't have time, especially when I'm really busy, as many of you are. I don't have time, so I just delete them. So think about your own behavior with regards to emails. Think about what you do with those emails. Um, you know, just because somebody has an email address doesn't mean that you're going to reach them with your message, your important message, via email. It's probably going to take something else for a, a big part of the population out there because they're busy, they have things that are going on. Uh, for a big part of, of your population, the best and most important conduit, and we talk about this all the time, is their manager or supervisor. That's the communication that you know is going to happen. That's the communication that you hope is going to get some sort of, um, there's going to be some sort of tension paid to that communication more than uh, certainly an email that gets sent out uh, from you or from, from corporate headquarters. So uh, uh, getting to those managers, providing collateral, uh, creating content, communication content uh, for managers is, is, is really key to probably reaching the broader part of your internal stakeholder audience. That's just a fact. And, and so what would that look like? Uh, so that's going to be communication to uh, the um, manager or group of managers out there that... Um, that does a couple of different things. Number one, explains the topic to the managers so that they can cascade that information on to their reports. And so that's going to encompass that first question we asked at the beginning of this podcast, what do I want? What's my ask? So you're, gonna, you're going to pro provide 
the background information and tee up the ask for the managers to then cascade the ask on to the population. So that's number one. You got to educate them and you got to charge them with some sort of duty to, to, to cascade that communication on and, and make the ask. Uh, do the work <laughs> that uh, they probably probably don't really want to do, but you've got, got to provide them the tools to allow them to do that. The other thing that uh, the, the communication the manager has to provide is some sort of incentive for them to do this. Uh, you know, uh, making the business case to them as to why this is important, why we're asking you to do this. Uh, we, we come to you, you know, once a month or, uh, or every, every two months or once a quarter with a very important topic. And here's why it's important. And here's why you, uh, we really depend on you to have these conversation with these conversations with your people. And then you arm them with the, the, the particular information you want them to communicate, uh, scenarios and other tools to allow them to do that effectively. Uh, and then that's, um, that's going to that's going to be how you're going to probably most effectively reach most of your people. But there are other ways, obviously. I mentioned podcasts before. Uh, I know podcasts work for some people. I know they work for you because you're listening to this podcast. Uh, and I, I'm seeing more and more organizations try different styles of communication uh, to try to reach different parts of their audience. So short explainer videos, it's relatively easy to put together explainer videos, especially again, if you're going to start out with something that's manageable uh, for this next year and you're going to do, say, quarterly, you know, going to do four topics in a year, it's relatively easy for you to go out and uh, create or have created by, by some uh, third party uh, three or four uh, 30 second or 60 second explainer videos on a particular topic. It's not that hard. Uh, it's not that it's it's not that resource intensive, believe it or not, to get that done. Um, uh, doing podcasts, it's not that hard. I do it on a regular basis. Trust me, it's not that hard. Uh, think outside the box here, and 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 try to think of different ways that you can reach your population directly. But how also most importantly, how you're going to facilitate others, whether that's managers, whether that's HR, whether that's the legal department, whether that's uh, some other. Uh, method of disseminating the messaging throughout your organization uh, through some other conduit, uh, health and safety, for example. Um, you know, you need to think about how that's going to, 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 to be done and have a plan around it. I think if you ask yourself these three broad questions, you're going to start uh, having a, a better idea of how to form your plan. Uh, and it's also going to give you a, a much better idea of what the scale of what you're asking yourself and your team to do is. Um, as I often say here, and I, and I, and I really mean it and, I, and it, and it comes from experience, um, these sorts of projects, whether it's a communication project or whether it's a uh, code revision project, uh, these are the kind of projects that sometimes are not given a lot of consideration as far as being difficult and being time consuming and being resource intensive. If you do them right, they are resource intensive, they, are, they take up time and effort, and they take expertise. It's just the reality of it. If you want to do it right, if you just want to create something, create a newsletter that goes out there into the world and just exists, but nobody really looks at and nobody is getting anything out of, certainly you can do that. It's easy to do. Well, it still takes time and resources, but it doesn't necessarily meet your needs. So you need to ask these questions. What am I asking? Am I asking something that's coherent, that's clear? Am I asking them just to listen? 
And if I'm asking them to listen, how am I facilitating that? Um, how committed am I to this process? And what am I willing to do? What resources am I or the, the, the organization, uh, what are we willing to bring to bear to get it done? What expertise, what resource, what timeline, uh, realistic timeline are we going to put around this? And then lastly, logistically, technically, how are people, in practical sense, how are people going to see or hear or understand these messages? How are they going to get it? If you ask yourself those questions, I think it'll help uh, clarify this process quite a bit. So I hope, uh, hope that's helpful to you. Um, as always, if you have questions, uh, comments, uh, suggestions for the future, please do not hesitate to reach out to us at compliancebeat.com, Eric Moorhead, or sorry, moreheadcompliance.com, or Eric at moreheadcompliance.com if you want to send me an email. I love, love, love to hear from listeners. Um, as I mentioned during the content of this podcast, I recognize that uh, we have not been as consistent uh, with posting these podcasts as we uh, traditionally have been. Uh, that's because there's a lot going on behind the scenes here. Uh, but uh, I hope to uh, get back in a new cadence for the new year here. Ho happy uh, 2020 uh, uh, for, for the listeners out there. Uh, but until next time, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Compliance Beat. Check out our website, compliancebeat.com. This podcast is brought to you by Moorhead Compliance Consulting. Be sure to check us out at moorheadconsulting.com.